Well, I want to welcome you to Heavenly Wit Monday. Girls, guys, I'm so excited that you're joining me today. I have to just say welcome to my regular viewers who I just love, 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 love. And I haven't even met most of them, but we get to message each other throughout the week and it's just been really awesome. So I want to give a shout out and I want to make sure that I do not leave anybody out. But I just want to say um, thank you for watching Tanya. Is it Tanya or Tanya? I always want to say Tanya. But Tanya, Linda, Trisha, Carol, Paola, Misty. Hi, Misty. I love you, girl. Um, Angela and Carrie, they are sisters. They're amazing women. Um, Janet and... Uh, my girlfriend, Selena, when she's able to, she catches up with me. So anyway, I love you ladies. And if I left anybody out, you know, I think of you as well. But I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining me today on Heavenly Wit Monday. Now, in the times that we're living in right now, I don't know of just a better thing to do than to look to Jesus. And today's scripture is Psalm 34, 5. And it simply says, those who look to him are radiant. Their faces will never be covered in shame. So on today's episode, it's going to be a short one, but I just wanted to share some thoughts with you today. That's what's coming up next. love the word of God and the word is so comforting and so powerful. And here's what it does is when the distractions come and says, look over here, look at me, look at me. If you don't look at me, then you don't love me. That's all manipulation. That's a spirit of control. But who we get to heed ourselves to is to the spirit of God. And the spirit of God is not controlling. But you know what? God does do is he has so much love that he controls self. And in that we get to control something and that is ourselves because we are loved by the King. And in that love, we're able to love ourselves the way that we were intended to because we love him who first loved us. And as we love him with our everything that we know is our everything today it will only increase tomorrow. And in that love for him, there's a reciprocation that takes place in which we're able to love ourselves the way God intended. Because when we love ourselves with his love, we're able to love others as well, properly, divinely, by his power, by his spirit. It's not a love that we can give from our own experiences because our own love is jaded. It is conditional. It is, um, it can be overpowering. It can say, if you love me, then you'll do this. And I wanted to talk about this today because this is something that helped me a lot. Have you ever prayed for someone and in prayer, you know you're catching a whiff of something. You know you're catching a glimpse or discerning something that's just off, that's not right. And then as you do, you start to pray. And as you begin to pray, 
we forget that our intentions um, as we pray can sometimes go off and get skewed, meaning it starts to drift. And then all of a sudden we go, oh, I know why they're doing what they're doing. They're doing this because of this, this, and that. And it could be based on something you and I have struggled with, or perhaps you've struggled with someone else and you've seen kind of the same familiar stuff that they're going through that you're praying, the person that you're praying for, that you've seen someone else go through. And so what happens is you begin to receive this seed of assumption. And from assumption, if you do not take that seed of assumption and bring it to the obedience of Christ, what happens? You begin to speculate. And speculation now takes the assuming seed, the seed of assumption, and begins to tell a story. It has a narrative, and man, it makes sense. Oh, yeah, that does make sense. Have you ever said that when you're praying for someone? When God prays with us and through us, what's happening is, is he, he's going to actually pray things that don't make sense. Now, they make God sense, but they don't make sense to us. We're like, wow, but yet it resonates within our spirit because we know it is not just a better way. It's God's way of praying. So now what's happened is we go from, let me go back. We go from assuming we don't, and we don't take it to the Lord. And now we speculate. So now we're forming a story, a narrative. And all of a sudden, because we haven't taken that to the Father, guess what happens next? Accusations. So this is the script of the enemy every single time. It assumes, it speculates, and then it accuses. When we do that in prayer, we're no longer praying. We're actually standing in the courtroom of the accuser. But truly, self-control, this beautiful thing that stems from love, says, God, as I pray for them, I know I need prayer too. And so then what happens is you're not just praying for someone else. You're also praying that your heart stays pure before the Father at every given moment. And when it's not, you're aware of it. And that's the beautiful thing about awareness to his spirit is we're constantly, when we hear something that's not of him, we're more aware to catch it. Now, the next step for that is to actually just now surrender it. Surrendering is what we have to do. We have to go, okay, God, you're highlighting this area in my life that I obviously, I assume that this is going on in that person. So that shows me I haven't got rid of this yet. I haven't got rid of this junk in my own heart yet. So God, I give it to you right now. So in praying for someone else, it can lead to our freedom. Isn't that awesome? So what am I saying? I'm simply saying this. Keep our eyes on Jesus. When we finally understand that we will not have reconciliation on any level until we get reconciled back to the Father, he is the reconciler. He is the author of reconciliation. So we can try to get reconciled to one another all day long, but it's going to be on our own premise. It's going to be based on our own ideology. It's going to be based on what we want. 
for instance, I've had this done to me many times, um, and God has shown me not to get offended by it, but people, certain people will say things like this, um, Teresa, how do you deal with, you know, your family member being well known? And I'm like, I love it. I think it's so great. I'm so proud of them. But then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, really? Because, man, I think I would just struggle with that. Well, then, all of a sudden, that's like a, a seed that was gets planted in my mind. And if I'm not aware of it, I'll just let it sink in. And then I'll be like, man, I guess it is kind of hard to have this life. To kind of be... And God has stopped me in my tracks going, no, no, you are blessed. You are blessed. You were born to be that person's family member. You were born to be that person's family member because you celebrate them. You celebrate them not wanting anything in return. Do not buy into the script of the enemy. So anytime that happens is it's not the person planting discord. It's the enemy using a person to plant discord. I've done that. We've all done it. We've all done it. Maybe something I struggled with personally, then I put it on someone else because I'm like, you know, maybe why, maybe the reason why you're going through this is because A, B, and C. And I'm actually putting on them something I've gone through. And perhaps they do understand what I'm saying, but what if they don't? So what's happened is if they do understand, now we've just band together under a like offense. We've band together under a like brokenness. When we finally understand that the enemy sees us, not just like this dimension, he sees us kind of like an x-ray, I, I would assume, where the x-ray shows all the broken areas of our life. And that's what he vies on. I was someone who was made fun of a lot when I was growing up because of people didn't know what I was. They were like, what are you? Are you Chinese? Are you Japanese? Are you, you know, saying all these, all these things. If I didn't get that surrendered to God, number one, heavenly wit would have never been written. And that was part of my healing was to see why is it I see the way I see. And it was because I was still looking through a fractured lens. Have you ever broken your phone and when it shatters, you can't properly see the screen? Why? Because it's fractured. And so when we're seeing through a fractured lens, you cannot properly see, let alone live in freedom right? It's frustrating when you're trying to see through a fractured lens or a fractured screen. I know I've done it many times. So with that, this is what we, we get to be very careful with is saying, God, I bring you brokenness. I bring you the brokenness. I say to you, Lord, I do not want to do anything out of a place of, because I was made fun of, I'm going to join forces with other people who were bullied. And in that, I'm going to show those people that you didn't get the last word on my life. That's not out of love. 
it is out of spite and you're actually joining forces with someone else and kind of using them and exploiting on their own hurt to get your own hurt out. We don't mean to do that, but that's what the Lord showed me. You'll use them instead of helping them. And in any way, do we never mean to do that? That is not, I know that is not our hearts. We understand what God is doing. And when we know what he's doing, we will automatically see what the enemy is doing. He is vying on our pain. He is vying on our brokenness. And we cannot let that happen anymore. We have to say, God, I am not too prideful to go to you. You, God, not only want to save and rescue me, but God, your forgiveness was not just for me, but for everyone, for all. And when that word all, it means all even the ones that hurt me and maybe not even the ones that hurt me personally but maybe the ones that I took on a second offense because they hurt my child or they hurt my family and that's a whole nother thing isn't it when you mess with me it's one thing but when you mess with my kids when you mess with the enemy knows that the enemy knows that and until we surrender that to God we will actually hurt more people than we ever I mean if we really saw for what it really was we would not do it we have to surrender these moments to the Lord we have to surrender all our hurts all our brokenness and we don't know it until it comes up and when it comes up is when we get rid of it right then and there we don't go digging for it it'll come up It'll actually happen. We'll say something. We'll, we'll say something as though we're defending someone, but really it was based on a hurt of our own, and that should be the alert. Oh, I want to get rid of it. I want to get rid of it. It's an infection. Let me take it out, Teresa. Don't don't let it go back in. Let me take it out. That is what God is wanting to do in our lives. Don't get distracted by digging for it. Let God highlight it. And when it's highlighted, that's when you give it to him. We are only meant to go after him. We're not meant to go searching for the hurt. We're meant to go searching for him who will heal us from our hurt. Oh, please get this. Please get this. Teresa, get this. Teresa, get this. Friend, get this. So until we come together under God's wholeness is when his wholeness can minister to the brokenness. But until then, it is like a doctor infected, not washing his hands, not putting the proper attire on that would be free of any uh, disease or sickness. And he goes in and he takes his um, he takes his surgeon tools that are infected and he cuts open this patient that he's really wanting to help. And as he does, now he's just infected or she has infected this patient that they've tried to help. And instead, it's become an absolute mess. And now there are casualties that are that are being seen and we're wondering why why is it that the more i try to help people the more they just go backwards in 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 their 
in their life or why is it when I've discipled people you know that, that they've gone further back and I and I truly believe this because I've been through it we're discipling people from a place of brokenness in areas that we haven't yet surrendered to God and today I know the Holy Spirit is pleading with each of us to say if you get triggered I need you to see that as an alert to see me in the midst of the trigger and take it to me right now. Take it to me and let me make that part of you whole. So now, me through you, Teresa, me through you, Misty, me through you, Tanya, me through you, Trisha, can minister through us. Now we are becoming simply yet profoundly a witness to what Jesus is doing in us and through us onto others. So today, if you don't know what to do in the world that we're living in, continue to spread the love of God. Let that love infect darkness. Let's just keep loving. If you open the door for someone and they say, I didn't need the help, keep opening the door for people. If you paid for a meal for someone today and they weren't grateful, keep doing it because you're led to. Don't be led by people's uh, thank yous because that's fun when they're, when they're grateful, but it's not fun when they're not. Keep being love. Keep walking after Jesus. Meditate on Luke 6. Luke 6, 27 through 36 truly is the how to loving God with our whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. And knowing the second commandment is just as equal to in loving others as ourselves. This Luke 6 is literally a paramount picture to what it looks like to do that. So on today's Heavenly Whip Monday, I want to encourage you that you would believe Him. That you would trust Him no matter what anything says or is going on in this world. When we look to Jesus, those who look to Him are radiant with joy. Their faces will never be covered in shame. Thank you so much for joining me on Heavenly Wit Monday. Now, this is a call to action. If you have not yet subscribed to my YouTube channel, will you please do so now? And if you liked the content on my YouTube episode today, will you please share it with your friends and family? Thank you so, so much. And also, if you haven't yet written a review on the books that I mentioned today, simply go to Amazon.com and write a review after you read my book. Thank you so much and have a great day.